With export sales of £18.7 billion, the UK already has a big presence on the international stage. But there's still a massive gap between our performance to date and our potential. Steve Barnes, Food and Drink Federation Commercial Director, can tell us more. This is Rod Addy for Food Manufacture at the Food and Drink Export Association Annual Network Forum in London. Steve, where do the biggest product opportunities lie for would-be food and drink UK exporters? There are huge product opportunities across the piece. It'd be very difficult to identify a single product. What we have in the UK is a tremendous breadth of products that we can market around the world. What UK food and drink is known for is high quality in terms of nutrition, high quality in terms of health benefits, high quality in terms of profit, uh, provenance and high quality in terms of uh, ethics about in the way in which food is being produced. So I wouldn't like to say specifically one category has more of an opportunity than others. There's opportunities for both primary products and often those prices are commodity prices and set by the market and sometimes we will win and sometimes we will lose. But importantly for value-added products, products that we manufacture in the UK and add value to, there's opportunities around the world. And value-added products for me are the biggest opportunity we have right now. And you see that in the export figures. The most recent export figures have value-added growing at about 8% outside of EU and about 4% in EU in the nine months to the end of September. What do you mean by value-added? Anything that's been manufactured. So you, you take a series of ingredients and you add value to it by combining it to produce a finished food and drink product. Burton's Biscuit, a, a Nestle Kit Kat, you, you name it. But anything that has been manufactured. What is the latest feedback you, that you're getting regarding the countries offering some good opportunities? I suppose I have a different view to a lot of people on this. My personal view is if we're going to make the most of the export opportunity collectively as a nation, we have to concentrate on the markets closer to home, both getting new companies to enter those markets for the first time, but also consolidating the position of those companies that are already operating in those markets so they have substantial market share. There is a lot of excitement, quite rightly, about the fast-growing economies that are harder to access in more remote places in the world. They are exciting, I do agree, and we shouldn't overlook them, but the reality is for many exporters looking at exporting for the first time, they're not going to suddenly go to Brazil, they're not going to go to China, they're not going to go to India, they're going to go to Ireland, they're going to go to France, they're going to go to Benelux, they're going to go to Norway, Sweden, Scandinavia. And we have to remember that nine out of ten food and drink companies are not export active. It's a staggering fact figure when you think about it that only one in ten of our food and drink manufacturing base is actually export active. So the big opportunity is to get more companies to start. So opportunities everywhere. You did mention in your presentation earlier Australia and New Zealand as one area that you had some good feedback for. Yeah, members are very interested in Australia and New Zealand and why wouldn't they be? There's cultural similarities all too apparent, fast-growing economy underpinned obviously by the mining boom, high population growth and actually a slightly anglicised palate and an anglicised business culture, particularly if you look at the two big food retailers over there. Woolworths and Coles that are now got a lot of British people in very senior positions. So it's a great opportunity for British companies to talk to those markets in particular. So I think big opportunities, but of course distance is a bit of a challenge. But we have seen 18% growth in UK food and drink exports to Australia in the first nine months of this year. So there's some statistical support to me just saying it's a good market to be in. How does the UK currently compare with other countries in export performance terms? Whilst we've been going through this global recession, virtually every government in the world has decided that to get out of of the economic austerity they face, it's best to export for all industrial sectors. So exporting has become hugely competitive. I don't think we compare as well as we could, if truth be told. If we take our peer countries in Northern Europe, you've got Spain, Italy, France, Germany and ourselves. All bar Spain, we have a smaller food and drink industry then. Of all those countries, we export the least by value and significantly lower than most of them by a percentage of the total industry. So we export 20% 
of total food and drink produced in this country. The Germans export 32%. The Spaniards export an astonishing 38% of everything that they produce is sent for export. In terms of benchmarking, we don't do as well as we could do. And that manifests itself in, in the presence you see at international trade shows. Tanuga recently, we saw over 1,000 Italian companies, almost 500 Spanish companies, a Spanish royal family appearing at Tanuga to support the efforts of Spanish companies in increasing their awareness internationally. So we are quite behind some of our peer countries, and it is a competition. We need to do more to compete more effectively with some of our international peers. So some big opportunities there, but clearly other countries are making strong headroads into the market, and the UK certainly has more to do to seize the potential that it has. Thanks very much, Steve. This is Rod Addy for Food Manufacture at the Food and Drink Export Association's annual network forum in London.